News when you want it with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Leslie Lotto. Apple has a growing problem in China as the government's ban on iPhone use intensifies. We get that story from Bloomberg's Denise Pellegrini. Growing number of Chinese agencies and government-backed firms cross-country have ordered staff to stop bringing iPhones and other foreign devices to work, spelling trouble for Apple and also rival Samsung. Sources say multiple state firms and government departments across at least eight Chinese provinces, including the prosperous coasts, are now instructing employees to start carrying local brands instead. Different organizations will likely vary in how zealously they enforce these internal edicts, with some forbidding Apple devices from from the workplace and others banning their use entirely. Apple gets the majority of the world's iPhones from sprawling factories run by suppliers like Foxconn that employ millions of Chinese workers. In addition to possible security concerns in China, it is worth noting that the new Chinese restrictions do coincide with the country's push to become self-sufficient in high tech. Denise Pellegrini, Bloomberg Radio. Two Federal Reserve officials on Friday pushing back on growing expectations in financial markets for the central bank to cut interest rates as soon as March. That story from Bloomberg's Charlie Pellet. New York Fed President John Williams told CNBC that it is too early for officials to begin thinking about lowering borrowing costs as they consider whether policy is restrictive enough to get inflation back to 2%. Separately, Atlanta Fed President Raphael Bostic, who votes on monetary policy next year, told Reuters that he expects two rate cuts in 2024, but not starting until the third quarter. Charlie Pellet, Bloomberg Radio. Louis Vuitton and other luxury goods stocks may be facing a weaker new year. China's reopening after the pandemic fueled a splurge on pricey handbags on jewelry and jewelry this year before running out of steam. Investors say 2024 could start on weak footing ahead of a possible revival in the second half of the year. The healthy start to 2023, which pushed LVMH past a $500 billion market value, is a distant memory now. Sentiment has been soured by a slew of economic numbers pointing to a fading recovery in China. Chinese e-commerce retailers Temu and Shane have many fans in the U.S. due to their ultra-low-cost goods. Temu, the most downloaded free app in the Apple App Store, and Shane about to have a gigantic IPO next year. Temu filing another suit last week, claiming Shane was using mafia-style tactics to intimidate suppliers. Plus, there are copyright claims, which Temu claims is hurting their growth. It's a second lawsuit by Temu against Shane, the other over the summer, an antitrust case alleging Shane was bullying thousands of suppliers in China. Shane countersuing, but both of the companies dropped their lawsuits in October. Last year, Shane sued Temu for allegedly hiring influencers to drag the company. Whether you like OJ, coffee, or even hot chocolate with your breakfast, finding something to drink in the morning is getting more expensive. Bloomberg's Nathan Hager reports. Chalk it up to the weather for this corner of the commodities market. Orange juice futures are up more than 80% this year. In fact, they hit a record last month. That's thanks to storms and disease running through Florida. Similar issues in West Africa have sent cocoa prices to their highest level since the 1970s. As for coffee, dry weather in Brazil has robusta beans at an all-time high. Even instant coffee won't be safe from rising prices. Nathan Hager, Bloomberg Radio. Not a great time for a tight sugar market. U.S. confectionery companies are feeling anything but jolly as they head into one of the sugar market's tightest years in recent memory. 
prolonged droughts in the major cane producers of Mexico and Louisiana, helping to push U.S. sugar futures to their highest level ever for this time of year, forcing users to turn to high-cost imports instead. Sweets makers paying up to snag supplies are choosing to protect their margins by raising prices for consumers and hoping shoppers don't balk at the markup. Speaking of candy, Wonka is off to a fast start at the box office. The film making $3.5 million on Friday from Thursday previews. It's on track to make more than $35 million in the first weekend. It's in theaters. The movie following a young version of Willy Wonka as he looks to build his chocolate empire. That's news when you want it with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Leslie Lana. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.